Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins, along with my co-host, Maurice Williams. It is Halloween, that's why I got this goofy-ass mask behind me. Be careful what you order off of Amazon. And it is also our 50th episode. Now, I went and hyped up that we was going to do something special for the 50th episode. We actually did have a guest lined up. It's been really hard not to allude to and or comment about who this guest is. We're just going to keep that under wraps. We're just going to keep that under wraps. Hopefully it still happens this coming week. We will see. Unfortunately, you won't be getting anything incredibly special this week, but we're going to try to get straight to the point, straight to the money today. But first, Reese, how are you feeling over there? Oh, man. Uh, I think you know how I'm feeling right now. Uh, very roller coaster type of day. The Mavs pulled out the win. My New Orleans Saints pulled out a huge victory. Uh, right after I found out I was starting quarterback uh, tore his ACL, and then I spilled cranberry juice all over the carpet. So, and as Bip says, it looked like I killed someone. So, yeah, it's not a good look at all. It's not, not a, a good look. Not a good look. But just make sure you block that. That's genuine alpaca. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Question though, uh, I don't think you responded to my text. Is our guest able to record like during the weekday or just weekends? You got to define weekday because I work eight thirty to five. I mean, I have early date. I've been getting a lot more early days during the week, so yeah. I'll, I'll reach out. I'll see what we can do. I'll see what we can do because I think that okay. we got to. I was about to make a comment that would have given away. Yeah, don't be. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll reach out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but we definitely got to make that happen. It's go, it's going to be an interesting interesting interview. Interview. I'm excited about it for real. To be honest. Yeah, I've uh, I've had too much time to think about it. Quite honestly, I wanted it to just happen, but it's whatever. Uh, moving yeah. forward, <clears throat> let's get into these games. There were four of them, and my goal is to not spend more than five minutes on each game. So I'm going to be watching the clock. I'm trying to get better at at managing the whole hosting thing of the podcast. It's not usually my my forte. Yeah, we get a little long-winded, too, when talking about these games. So So let's let's try to hit straight to the point. So first game of the week was the Rockets. I Mm -hmm. believe there was a vote. The council decided that everybody needed to play, so everybody played. We barely, time won. we barely won the game, which is a theme for the season. Um, and one thing, I'm going to just go down a couple key box score points real quick. So I always like to see what the other team's bigs are doing to us. So in this game, Christian Wood, 16 points, 17 boards. Daniel Tice, 15 points, 10 boards. 31 and 27 from their starting bigs. Goddamn. Um other key notes, Eric Gordon had 22 off the bench. Looked like he was showcasing himself to become the, uh, a Mav maybe one day. Uh, Jalen Green was like complete it. buns, four for 16. The whole team was just throwing up bullshit the entire night. That seems to be what they're what they're on this year. Uh, they need a point guard. They're not a good team. 
uh, everyone knew that going into the season in this game, which is a shame considering how the game turned out. But, you know, like you said, that's been the theme of the season. Good or bad? Well, no, not good. Bad has been close games. Yeah. But it's good yeah. teams. We see what happens. Yeah. So going over to the Mavs, what we <clears> did in that game, Luca had a ho hum 26, 14, and 7. Uh, Tim came through with 16. KP had nine points and three boards on two for 10 in just 19 minutes. Did not play the fourth, I believe, uh, due to some injury situations that came up. Became a theme for the week. Brunson had the double-double, 11 points, 11 assists. Bullock came out, 16 points, four for nine from three. Everybody said, hey, Bullock is unlocked. We got him. He ready. Let's get it. See if that stuck out through the week. Uh, Maxi had 9.7 boards, 3 or 4 from 3. We won, like I said, but it was way closer than it needed to be. I'll take the ugly W. It's a W. At the end of the season, we're not going to be remembering how it looked. So uh, how did you feel after that game? Uh, I didn't feel great after the game considering it's the Houston Rockets, and I had them like at the bottom of the Western Conference in my predictions, uh, especially considering like their best – well, not their best player, but their best prospect didn't even play well. Uh, we had a vet whoop our ass, a couple of them actually. Um, <clears throat> it looked like it was going to be more the same from the uh, last two games, but uh, we did get um, some help from a shooter again. This time it wasn't Tim, it was Reggie Bullock. Uh, Bullock, Bullock. With the gun sound, that's okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I didn't feel good about this. A win is a win, but at the end of the day, you don't want to see it close with bad teams like this. Granted, at the end of the day, it could uh, it could build character. It could build character for a team that's uh, actually still learning an offense, that's getting used to a new coach. Uh, you know, you want good teams to be able to come in and get victories over bad teams like this, but you want them to do it convincingly. Not to the point where it was like, hey, you almost lost that game. Yeah. But... A win is a win. So I know in the Rick era, we lost a lot of team games to teams like this. Um, I did have Houston as, I think, the second worst team in the West. Uh, but I also have stated that I believe that they're a team that can upset some teams if they come in sleeping on them. Um, I don't think that's what we did. I just think that we were figuring out a lot. We're figuring out how to work together. We're trying kid is asking people to do things they don't really do because he doesn't know they don't do it or are incapable of it and i pretty much said his first few weeks i know it's gonna be some ugly basketball uh, i know it's gonna be a lot of growing pains but you know as long as we're getting w's in the midst of it i'll i'll take it whatever we survived so uh that's really all i have for that one i, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to add from that game no nah, i'm just tired of surviving i just actually want to win a game convincingly but yeah that's all i got to say about that game yeah brunson 11 points 11 assists it looked like he I, i've been tight i've been saying that you know this is the year he has to really show that he's a playmaker mm -hmm. this game started to look like maybe that's there a little bit he still has his moments but i it, it was a good sign i'll say um, i agree <clears throat> then we played the spurs uh, again, I got to go with the, what did their big man do? This time it was Jakob Pertl. He's been balling this year. 14 points, 13 boards for him. Big double-double. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 23, 10, and 8. 
Bryn Forbes had 15 off the bench. Uh, on the Mavs side, Luka, 25-3-5. DFS, a big 14-8. and eight. Brunson had another big game, 19-7-5 and five off the bench. Maxie had a huge game, 12 points, 10 boards, 6 blocks in 29 minutes, again, off the bench. And then Frank got in, uh, had some good moments, 6 for 4, or 6 points, 4 boards, uh, 2 for 4 from 3 in his minutes. Um, all that stated, it was another ugly win that we barely hung on and got it done. I'll take it. But the Spurs, again, are another team I don't have in the play-in or in the playoff, and we survived. Same. Same. Uh, Basically the same. And it's another Texas team. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A team that I have not at the very bottom of the conference, but I think I had them like 13th or 12th. Yeah. And we have another close game with them. Uh, It was close at halftime. Even the ending, the the final score was like 104-99. Last time I checked about squad. Yeah, it was, was like, like a five or six point game. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, this first team that they're not pushovers, but they're not a they're not a good team. Not a sexy and team. If we're gonna keep having close games like this with bad teams, I'm afraid for us to face actual competition like in a lengthy schedule. Uh I mentioned in a YouTube video and we even mentioned last week that, you know, with KP being out, <clears throat> if KP's possibly out we have a not an easy schedule but a doable schedule and we came out on the end of it uh you know positively uh losing one game but it's not the way you want to win those games so if we come across a schedule but we have to play actual contending teams it's going to get ugly if this play keeps up yes and i do appreciate you pointed out there uh the the lack of kp presence uh, so KP got hurt in that first game. He missed the last three games this week, starting with that Spurs game. That's why Maxi played 29 minutes. Um, Reggie Bullock got the start. He played 29 minutes, had seven points and two boards on two for six, getting a lot of cardio in. Um, glad he got his exercise. But Tony Snell minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. played 32 minutes, six points. Come on, man. That's that's not acceptable. You got the bag. It's time to hoop. Um, I don't. I don't want to spend too much time on this game. I think we pretty much <laughs> said it. It was ugly. We got it done. We came out with the dub. It is what it is. The thing I'll say about Tim Hardaway is, yeah, he got the bag. But when you pay players like that, you know who they are coming in, and you know he's gonna have games like this because he's a shot chucker. He's a volume shooter. So, live and, live and die with it. <clears throat> we almost died, and die. With it. Oh, shit. Speaking of living and dying, mostly dying. <laughs> the next day, we played the Nuggets. And, you know, there were excuses abundant. Oh, it was a back and second game of a back-to-back with no break. Man, shut the fuck up. These boys played like straight buns. Buns. The rabbit. Y'all remember Buns the rabbit? I remember Buns the Rabbit. He came to my high my uh, school in elementary school when I was living in Texas. He used to. Who the hell is that? It was a rabbit. He used to travel. He would go all over the place and take pictures of at, uh, different national landmarks and shit. I ain't never. I'm a little bit older than you. I don't know. Maybe Buns <laughs> didn't make it to your era. I don't know. I had bought the book and everything. He had the little paw print signature. I don't if you, remember. If that, you bro. remember who Buns was, pause the podcast and at me right now and tell me you remember Buns. All right. Shout out to Buns. R.I.P. Probably. Yeah, shout out to the Buns out here. 
<laughs> I mean, it's Halloween. Buds was abundant. You feel me? <laughs> we gotta laugh through the pain. We gotta laugh through the uh, pain. Yeah, you're man. right. We we get distracted. Let's get back to the topic. So the Mavs got their asses whooped. Speaking of buns, and um, <clears throat> it was one hundred six to seventy five. <sighs> I went. Like I said, I like to watch the big men on the other team. Uh, Jokic stat line wasn't that sexy, just 11 points and 16 boards. But then you remember he only played 25 minutes, and you like, goddamn, 16 boards in 25 minutes. Yeah, he was in foul trouble too. And he was in foul trouble. Um, I don't even want to talk about the rest of the team. It just got ugly. Luca was five for 18. EFS <clears throat> was 0 for 7. THJ was 1 for 7. And Bullock was 2 for 6. As a team, we shot 21% from three. So once garbage time began about halfway through the third quarter because the game was over. Uh, whole game was garbage time, if you would ask me. Yeah, we, we saw, I mean, yeah, the whole game was garbage time. We might as well just say garbage time tip. It was the way it looked. But uh, Frank, Frank showed some good things in his minutes. Eugene Omorui showed some good things in his minutes. Josh Green looked like the rest of the players on the team, which was complete buns. Um, it's time to send my boy down to Frisco. <laughs> yeah, he making us look bad. It's time. <laughs> it's time to send him. Hey, look, I, I've I've said it. I've said it, and I'll say it again. This I'm punting this year for Josh Green. This is rookie year for me. Send him to Frisco. Let him get some reps, and it is what it is. We don't need him right now. We got. We went and loaded up on wings. We put three, four people in front of him, veterans. So that told me that it wasn't that serious about getting him on the court. That's fine. Send him to Frisco. Let him get some reps up. Let him go brick some shots down there. Let him go turn the ball over when the cameras aren't running. All right. I, I let let him go get all the kinks out. There's a full season of G League going on right now. This is perfect for him. I think it's forty games or something like that. So yeah. send him down. Let him hoop. Cause he ain't doing it here. No, he he's we're wasting him right now. If he's just sitting on the bench, pointless, ruining his career. Mm-hmm. Send him to Frisco. Let him get some reps. Not learning anything, and then when he gets on the court and he's ass, which is often, like, and I don't want to say that because y'all know I like Josh Green, but I just yeah. gotta keep it on it. Dude's ass. Right. He's not a a player right now. <clears throat> Kirk Henderson was right. No, I ain't going that far. <clears throat> well, he's he was right when he's saying he's not. He's not very good. He's not good right now. I'm not saying he can't be good. And that's right. what I'm saying. Like, you have to be clear. You have to make that distinction. I feel like people are going way too hard trying to destroy him. And it's yeah. like, it. I I don't see it as a problem that he's not good right now, necessarily. I mean, that's true. He's, he's locked in. He's not going anywhere. Right. Unless we waive him for nothing, which would be would stupid. Be stupid. Yes, he's right. still, like, you have a guy that with that type of athleticism, there's always potential that he could turn into something. You just have to actually nurture it and give him the opportunity to grow in those ways. Something that the Mavericks organization does not have a good history of doing in the first place. Right. And I'm scared that so far, because he didn't go down with the G League when they did the little preseason. Um, Ja'Cory McLaughlin was down there. Eugene was up with us, but he was getting getting minutes, so it's whatever. Uh, But Ja'Cory went down. Carleek was hooping yesterday. I think he had 18 points. Um, EJ Onu didn't play. I don't know if he's hurt or whatever. 
But basically, they we won our preseason games. They look good, but we didn't send Josh down. That's a waste of an opportunity, in my opinion, especially if, if he's not going to be playing. Um, so hopefully when the season actually starts, they send him down. Um, That's enough on that. Let's let's move on. We got our asses up. So that was the bad one. That was the only good team that we played up to that point. So then we it was Kings game, right? That was today. And we know the Kings owned us last year. There was a lot to be concerned about. Yeah, well, they don't have the line right now, so maybe that was our kryptonite. It possibly, it, it's possible. Uh, I don't think I don't think Chemezi Metu played either. Um, I feel like he was problematic. The bums are gone, so <sighs> let it out, brother. So the Kings played, and we came up. It was aggressive from the top for the first time this season i was so happy to see it after the game he says something about wishing the nba gave more early games because it's good for his people over in europe it made me wonder if that wasn't why he was on his shit because he knew his people were watching some bullshit always be on your shit because people always watching right people stay up at till three in the morning to watch you play like buttons these past few games look so just come out with it like that yeah, people stayed up till three in the morning to watch you not give a shit about the Nuggets game. Oh, especially that because you, you playing Jokic, like you know the whole region is up. Come on, man. For that, it's and we ridiculous. on national TV. Just all right, anyway. Can't we, we off that? Off. We off that one. So <clears throat> we came out. Luca was hot from the tip. That was the most important thing that happened tonight. Uh, we got a big lead. We squandered it. But we did enough to keep them at bay for most of the game. So let's go do what we do. The Kings big. Rashawn Holmes, 22 and 13. Tristan Thompson, 13 and 5 off the bench. The Kings look like us, quite honestly, other than that. Fox, 5 for 16. Barnes, 5 for 16. Halliburton, 5 for 14. Buddy healed off the bench, four for 13. Boys could not shoot. And a lot of these shots were open shots. A good bit of them were contested, but but Halliburton especially, we were not guarding. We got lucky. They were just missing shots. Now, we were missing some shots too, <laughs> which is why this was a game. And Luca's stat line wasn't even that sexy. He just came out of rest. 23, 8, and 10. I think he had like 17 at halftime. Yeah, he did most of his damage in the first half, which yeah. is a theme going back to last year. When he starts hot, he cools off over the course of the game. I don't know if that's why he hasn't been going hard in the start of games, to try to have some late. But <clears throat> I don't know. Either he got to work on his conditioning or figuring out how to pace himself, or I just prefer him to start hot. It is what it is. Absolutely. Or get, um, or get conditioned, you know. Yeah, that would, that would also be great. Uh, Dwight Powell. Big game for Dwight Powell. 12 points, eight boards, four of them offensive. I remember he had one play where he got the offensive rebound and had the nice dime to Maxi for the dunk. Motherfucker messed up my betting line wanting to play good. I bet the under on you bet against guy. him? I bet the under <laughs> on his points. Hey, man, look, anytime I see Dwight Powell, whatever the, whatever the bet is, I'm taking the under. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a safe strategy, I would say. But uh, Dwight Powell actually performed. 
especially early on, he was getting his ass bullied the rest of the game. But early on, he made a statement. Twelve and eight by the White Power is a good game. <clears throat> to yeah, THJ had sixteen on four from eleven from three. Never saw a shot he didn't like. It is. I what bet it the is. under on him too. Two I and a half get, threes, I, would, I think. I would stay away from Tim, Timmy Hardaway bets. Yeah, he's so up and down. He's too volatile. Yeah. Uh, Maxie has seven points and five boards in seven minutes before he had to leave with an injury. That's going to be problematic, I would say. It's either problematic or an opportunity. Mm-hmm. This could be the Eugene moment. Eugene, yeah. I'm glad we were thinking the same thing. This could be the Eugene moment. I'm, I am personally here for it. You know what I said in the preseason? Or I might have. I said in the summer league, I think. That he's better than. He uh, he he might be better than <laughs> DFS. I ain't saying. I'm hey. just saying. <laughs> uh, just putting it out into the ether, you know. I mean, it's 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 out there. It's it's, it's out there. It's just something to think about. Just it's something real. to think about. Mm. It's it's hard to be worse. Based on the way this oh, man is shooting on. right now. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I know. That's, was... I meant to butt in. I meant to butt in on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that um, was it the Spurs game where he shot seven threes. When yeah. you were going over it and they said oh for seven, I was going to say unacceptable. And I was, yeah. gonna, I, and I, I wasn't going to say unacceptable that he made none. It's unacceptable that he shot seven. And I was going to point that out on this game. Yeah, he took thirteen shots. Fucking ridiculous. Why the fuck is Dwayne Finney Smith taking thirteen shots? And it had thirteen points. He was one for six from three. Our roster is at a point where Dorian Finney-Smith, the energy guy, is taking the third most shots. Unacceptable. Either the roster is unacceptable or the lineups are unacceptable. Both. I agree. That should not be happening. There's no reason for that. First of all, in my opinion, no offense to Dorian Finney-Smith, Dorian Finney-Smith has no business starting on an NBA team, let alone taking 13 shots a game. I'm surprised we won. Consider, like, if if you'd have just told me, hey, Dorian Finney-Smith took 13 shots a game, oh, wow, we lost, didn't we? But Mavericks pulled out the victory. Out of their ass, like they've been doing all week. Yeah, that was pretty much, the like I said, the theme of the week is was holding on, surviving. Uh, Brunson was three for ten today. I think Davion Mitchell was giving him problems. Off night. Uh, Bullock, seven points, three boards, three assists, three for nine, one for five from three. Frank, twelve points, three boards, two assists, and a steal. Four for six, two for two from three in his twenty minutes. Played some great defense. Was making great recoveries. He just makes shit happen. The best Maverick today not named Luka Doncic. Damn, I can't argue with it. You knew what he was bringing to the game. More more on Frank later. More on Frank later. But, again, impacts the game positively, even when he's not scoring the basketball, even when he's not getting steals. Defensively, he's going to get in the way. He's going to cause players to think or overthink their next pass or move. On offense, he's gonna make the right pass, the right read. He's gonna be in the right place. Mm-hmm. That's that's who you need on the court as a complimentary role type player with Luca. Mm-hmm. 
So, are you suggesting? Because I've been thinking it. Seeing the past two games, the Kings game, you know, the games where he's he's been showing it. It might be a reach, though. It's should, really he, should he start? Probably. Because to be honest. I don't want to. I was thinking, you know, definitely watching this game. I thought about it a few after the um the Spurs game because I like the Frank minutes. I like the Frank minutes in the Denver game, even though we were getting trashed. Um, and after this game, I'm like, okay, at this point, should Frank start? But the thing with that is you don't want to mess it up to where now he's starting. He has more of a role and he's not performing as well. You may want to keep it consistent with him playing with the second unit coming off the bench and getting some time with the starters here and there. So here's the thing. I think there's two two issues right now. One, the injuries are piling up. Between KP and Maxi now being potentially out, um, that's going to cause some weird strains in the rotation. We are already big man poor. Well, we got three We're going to have to get real creative with these lineups. We got one creative with these lineups. We got one left who doesn't get the minutes he should get. So maybe this will open it up for him. Is that Eugene or Moses? Moses. Maybe these injuries will part the Red Sea for Moses to get some minutes. So one thing I've been thinking. Uh... I could see playing Willie Colley Stein as a four in the same way you're playing uh, KP as a four. In the right circumstances. What circumstances might that be? Well, right now we're in a desperate situation. But I I think he's mobile enough. I think he's mobile enough to not be a complete. He won't be as bad as KP defending if he in space um and I, it could add another dimension playing him with moses to where he he does have a little bit of shot blocking again i think more off the weak side they're both kind of soft but play him like a maxi almost uh anyway i'm getting way too innovative i apologize yeah i don't know but uh, i mean I, I hear you i ain't saying for for long minutes but i right. can see him being enough of a, a mobile defensive mover type guy to where he's not like it's not like playing two shacks beside each other i hear you but at that point i'd rather just keep dorian finney smith starting at four and start willie dwight or moses the set center yeah i'm fine with that too yeah. um we're in a weird situation right now anyway we can't get too creative with the the, the three centers mm-hmm. that we have um I would I would definitely want to see Eugene be promoted if KP and Maxi are both out right. to that second unit. Uh, as far as going back to Frank in the second unit or in the starting lineup, it's all about the role. It's it's not about, oh, he's the starter. He's going to get 30 minutes. It's all about what he's asked to do when he's on the court. Uh, I initially was afraid of doing it because I want him to help cover up Brunson's deficiencies. But as far as the defensive side, allegedly Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock are defenders. Neither one of them needs to be in the starting lineup. So just bump them up to, to cover some of some of the defensive uh, issues. Um, 
And then Brunson's not passing that bitch anyway to let somebody else run the offense. So it is what it is. Like, just give him some shooters <laughs> and a, a somebody to pick and roll with. Well, <clears throat> I don't have too much more thoughts on this game. But we're not even talking about the game anymore. Yeah, okay, then cool. Let me say this. When we talked about these games this week, we mentioned Frank, Reggie, which were two of our additions this offseason. Someone we did not mention at all. Who got minutes? In a positive light. <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention him in a positive light. Was Shannon Little Brother. Now, I was seeing him some, like, you know, early on in the season. I was like, oh, man, Sterling Brown is looking good. I may have to stop calling him Shannon Little Brother. I'm not going to stop calling him Shannon Little Brother. Let me say this, you know, <clears throat> he has potential to be a good asset or role player on this team. He's athletic, can shoot from the corner, can even finish at the basket a little bit because of his athleticism. Can't dribble worth a lick, can't create his own shot, but hell, who else on this team besides Luca Ken? So, I saw a little bit. You know, I had some faith. But boy, he ain't giving us nothing. Nothing on defense, nothing in the shooting, athleticism, nothing. Catch some lobs, do something. You're doing nothing. I need more from you, Shannon. Shannon LeBrother, I need more from you. He was one for four tonight. All of them were wide. Or the one he hit was wide open, like to the point where he had time to readjust his feet before he shot it. Um, you can see a little bit of relief when he hit it. But if he's not hitting threes, he's pointless. Thank you. And that's that's just the reality of the situation. And like you said, the defense, I haven't seen it. That was the first free agent we signed this offseason too, y'all. We need y'all to remember that. So, and it's another one of those situations where, oh, we sell ourselves on whatever bullshit they managed to pull off. But, yeah, I mean, he's just a player right now. I haven't seen anything to think that he's any more than a spot-up shooter. A roster spot. <clears throat> That's what he is, not a spot-up shooter. A roster spot. That's and initially, a guy that was in Frank's way, but that has already been ended, I believe. So, it is what it is. Um, who else I need to mention? Willie Collistein did have three offensive rebounds in this game. I, I try to keep track of offensive rebounds, so activity is good. Um, Moses had one minute of action and two fouls. Uh, I will say I feel like people were a little bit hard on him because of the two, this, the way that he got those fouls, but they did attack him and it was successful. It is what it is. Uh, I'm fine with it. He he's he's raw. We know he's raw. My whole point with getting him onto the court is that there was at least one drive, I believe, where Harrison Barnes got a shot at going toward the middle, but did not because he was there. That does not happen when Dwight Powell is on the court. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm glad he got his two fouls. I'm glad he got pulled out after he got his two fouls. Right. You don't Look, have you to gotta get minutes. You got to get minutes if you're going to learn. He's yeah. a raw prospect. He needs the minutes. I'm not saying he has to get 10 minutes a game. Just saying all that work with Tyson Chandler means nothing if he can't put it into effect on the court in some way or another. So Yeah, and it wasn't like he made one mistake. <laughs> he made the same mistake twice. And so that's something Tyson and the coaching staff can go over with him. That's a learning moment. 
hey, when you're trailing the guard like this, you don't have to be that close. You're seven foot three. Right. Remember that. So, or or yeah. take your step, uh, anticipate a little better. Maybe you should train them. <clears throat> I mean, I actually, I did apply to be a, uh, one of those people uh, at one point in time. <laughs> <clears throat> but they, they, but they only like hiring former former D one athletes, so it is what oh, it okay. is. Okay, far from um, that. I wasn't that far. <laughs> but we gonna let it go. We gonna let it go. Anyway, there was a point late in the fourth quarter where it was like a three-point game, and I felt the game was slipping away, personally. I think I had tweeted, put Frank back in to close this. And then there was a weird possession. I think the ball got knocked into the backcourt, if I'm not mistaken, and Luca brought it up, launched from the logo, hit the three, and then the very next possession, the Kings were rushing up the court. The ball hit off of Powell's knee, and we got a dunk. It's like it made it an eight-point game after that. Um, and then we kind of held on from there. But without that logo three, we could have lost his game. Very easy. Momentum changer right there. Yeah. So, uh, again, we won three. We went three and one this week, but it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it occurred, but hopefully we're learning from this shit. And some changes are on the way. I don't expect any changes on the way. And to be quite honest, I don't expect us to learn from it. We just need to play better. That's really all it is. Okay. Anything else you need to add before we take this break? Uh, nah, that's really it. All I right. think we did a good job at breezing through these. Yeah, I think we did it in about 30 minutes. That's fine. That's four Perfect. games. We could have ended the show right <clears throat> here, but we got more for y'all because we love y'all. <laughs> and we got to make this money. So uh, quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to hit you with the tweet of the week. Reese's Unsung Hero, Weekly Forecast, we know you love it, and then I think I might hit y'all with some parting thoughts. We'll take another break before we do that, though. Okay. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes, with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 rage, wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, folks, we're back at it like crack addicts. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Oh, man. You know what? 
I wouldn't even have no transition. Yeah, you ain't got no transition for that, brother. <laughs> Just go get straight into it. Reese, hit us with the tweet of the week, man. The very first tweet of the week for the Mavs Outsiders podcast goes to at Benchwarmer Post. Uh, believe it's a New York Knicks uh, media outlet page, which yeah. tweeted, Someone said that Kristaps Porzingis is called the unicorn because it's so rare to see him play. Damn. Kudos. That's a fantastic tweet. That is that is a beautiful tweet. Even if you didn't originally say it since you said someone said it, whoever said it, kudos to you. And I hope this message finds its way to you. Anything to say, bro? You... You all right? You... you know, the whole week, I did not say a single word about KP missing games. <laughs> there was so much on the timeline about here we go and this, that, and the third. I don't even give a damn. I'm over it. <clears throat> I don't. He's even when he's there, he's not there. So I'm not going to speak on it. I tweeted out earlier that I'm really trying with KP. But if he misses the next game. I'm going to have to say something. <laughs> I'm going to have to say something. Just one more? The, the three is enough. You want to see him against Bam Adebayo? I don't want to see us against Bam Adebayo, period. <laughs> so it, it doesn't even matter. He got to go down with us? All right, he got to go down with us, brother. You part of this team. Take the L with us. I respect it. I respect it. But, uh, he gonna get yeah, stomped but... by my by Miami and D Wade gonna be promoting his Dallas burgers on Twitter. Did he really open a restaurant or he just? Wants I don't to? know. I don't I know. Think, I think, I think, he think just they wants said he to. wants to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I the tweet was hilarious. I think I posted the dirt, exasperated me with it, just cause like, you, it's nothing you can say. It's true. It's true. The boy not on the court. So whether I care or not about that. It's facts. So, shout out to him for the tweet. He's a unicorn, Sasquatch, the Loch Ness monster. Ain't never seen him. It's uh, it's gonna be a long season as far as the KP situation. I don't, I don't know what to do. But um, I'm sorry, I saw some tweets. I had. It's still early. I was trying to ignore some stuff. It's still the uh, it's still early with KP. I'm gonna give him a chance. But yeah, it's off I'm, to a I'm bad start. I'm not going to kill him for being injury prone. I'm not going to kill him for getting hurt. I don't know the details, whatever. Lower back tightness, whatever, man. Sound like some bullshit, but it is what it is. I'd, I'd rather that than an ACL. So um, whenever he comes back, he comes back. Hopefully we, we can get him on track. Um, <clears throat> moving forward, Reese, let's get to something a little bit more happy. Yes, sir. Who is your unsung hero of the week? I'm not even going to be dramatic. I'm not going to hold y'all. The unsung hero for the Mavs Outsiders podcast this week goes to the one and only Frank Nilakina. I'm not going to give y'all any box score stats because the box score stats does not do him any justice. My boy stepped up this week. His number was called. The council said, hey, give everybody minutes, all 15 players. Frank said, bet, watch this. Showed out in the few minutes he was given. And has been getting minutes every game since. Has done something with those minutes every game since. Whether it's been knocking down shots when he's open. Playmaking. 
getting the ball to players on fast breaks, Jalen Brunson, getting the ball to players on pick and rolls, Jalen Brunson, playing defense, being a general on defense, playing the passing lanes, poking balls loose, playing big minutes in the Kings game today. I'm hoping to see Frank Nilakina more in the rotation moving forward as he has now been presented with the Mavs outside his unsung hero of the week. Oh my God. <laughs> it's been a long. Whoa. Long time <laughs> coming, but I know. Frank Loco. Oh, yes, he will. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He probably been waiting for that for a long Bib, I guarantee you. The disappointment on Bibb's face if I didn't give this award to Frank would have been like... <laughs> I was waiting for Sterling Brown to get it. I was about to close my laptop. Oh, my goodness. With no regard for any recordings or anything else. No, oh, man. <sighs> All right. Well, since I have given my unsung hero of the week, y'all know what's coming next. Brother Bibbs, hit us with the weekly forecast. Thank you for that transition, Reese. It's going to be a pretty short week. Just three games on the docket. First on Tuesday, Miami's bringing the heat <laughs> in the American Airlines Bowl. You see, because they play in their arena. We play in this. Okay. Anyway, the, the Miami Heat are coming to town, and they're 5-1. and one. They've been rolling. They're getting it done. Kyle Lowry just double-cheeked up all over the place. Jimmy Butler getting buckets. Tyler Hero said he's on Luca's level. <laughs> Will that come to you know what? I, I'm trying not to laugh at Reese right now. Uh who's trying to maintain his composure. I uh <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I fucked up. Oh man, no, um, keep it going, <clears throat> keep it going. <clears throat> the Miami Heat are a dangerous team. You know, I, I was sleeping on them. <laughs> coming into the season, but they have been everything that, that was promised. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that game, to be quite honest. We don't know if Maxie's going to be back. We don't know if KP is going to be back. We don't know if that would make a difference with the way this team is playing. Uh, we look terrible against Denver. I'm not looking forward to this game either. We will see how it goes. Moving forward in the week, it is a back-to-back, -back, and I know y'all like to make excuses for the team on a back-to-back, -back, but we're playing the Spurs we beat them the other day. Hopefully we can beat them again. But remember, Keldon Johnson was pretty quiet in that first game. Will he be quiet again? I don't know. It will be probably at best case scenario, we're looking at an ugly win. Worst case scenario, we're looking at an ugly loss. And y'all will make excuses about a back-to-back -back probably. Whatever. Anyway, moving forward, we got a Saturday game against the Boston Celtics. That's a team that's been pretty disappointing this year. They're 2-4. and four. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the only players that look like NBA players. We can relate to that, can't we? <laughs> uh, it's going to come down to Luka versus Jason and Jalen. Uh, again, another game where the team looks bad. You would think we can take care of business, but you just never know with this team this year. And that's it for your weekly forecast. Uh, Reese, any comments? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, Josh Richardson revenge game. It'll be kind of crazy if Josh Richardson, who is now a Celtic, turns into a Mavs All-Star versus Mavs All-Star. That would hurt, but I'm not counting on it. To be honest, I personally would die laughing. 
Like, cause I know the timeline gonna be hurt, but I, the I, timeline I is gonna be in shambles. <clears throat> and he he might even do the little. He might hit us with the deadline right, with the wave. I'm gonna wanna fight. The mass fans gonna go full. Never mind. I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let it. Don't say that. That was about to be a dangerous comment. Matt, uh, hopefully that doesn't occur. Hopefully we take care of business. Uh, what do you think was going to happen this week? What's the record? Two and one. Three and oh. One three. Two and one. Two and the one being the heat, awesome. Absolutely. I honestly think that's the best case scenario. Yeah, best case scenario. I could easily see it being one or two. I could honestly, if it, I could easily see it being one or two. I could easily see it being one or two, and to be honest, the the two might be the Miami and San Antonio. I don't yeah. think I don't see us losing to Boston at all. To be honest, uh, I'm they, a little concerned with the health situation. That too, but I think the Boston one is a guarantee simply because one, I think. If both Maxi and KP miss time, they'll be back by then. A whole okay. week, I'm pretty sure they'll be back. And the Boston Celtics team looks just as bad as us, if not worse. And there's no way KP could be at, still out at that point, right? Yeah, no way. Unless he gets hurt in the Spurs okay. game. Oh, shit. We won't. We won't even address that. He was. Uh, <laughs> he was questionable. I want to say he was questionable the last two games. So they made it okay. seem like he might come in, and they're not playing with injuries like Carlisle was. So hopefully, we know sooner rather than later what his status is. <clears throat> um, I think we'll take one more quick break because we got other ads that we need to push, and more then uh, I y'all with a part thought. All right, folks, we are back yet again, and. It's time I hit y'all with my parting thoughts. Uh, I'm actually holding the mic for this. Oh, shit. <clears throat> now, um, if you've been paying attention to me, if you know me, you know I'm against victory laps. Highly against victory laps. I think it's goofy, quite personally. Um, and I haven't felt the need to take any victory laps because I see it. I get the tweets. I get the ads. I see it all on my timeline. Victory is mine, you know? But um, damn it, call me Bib Same Boat because I'm taking this one. For four years, four years, I suffered for being a Frank fan, for being a fan of his game, for going out of my way to watch his games, for saying that there was an NBA player underneath. Four years, I suffered. I was clowned. I was ridiculed. I was judged, slandered. I'm sure y'all had some shit to say in y'all group chats. But it's okay. <laughs> because the vindication that I feel reading all of your pro-Frank tweets now is worth every bit of slander I took over the past four years. This is the Dirk championship of come-ups. It doesn't land, it doesn't hit, <clears throat> it doesn't feel the same without the slander. Without the slander, 
the wow Frank should start. Frank really looking like the best pickup. That wouldn't hit like it is hitting without the bibs. You a fucking clown. Frank is trash. <laughs> Frank will never be out in the league. Frank need to go back to France. This was up until like two months ago. Y'all was talking about he's signing with France. He not back. He going to be out in the league. Now it's oh Frank need to start. Same people. I ain't gonna call out no names and now y'all know who y'all are. But all of a sudden it's Frank season, right? French Prince, this and that. French Prince all across the timeline. I was clowned for years. Do y'all understand? Y'all don't understand <clears throat> how this feels like. You know, it's easy. It's easy to, to, to be pro a guy that came out the gates looking good and say, oh, he's going to be something. Yeah, because he's looking like something right now. It is harder to say this person who's fucking up, making mistakes, turning the ball over, missing shots, to say, you know what? I see something in that person. I think they can be something. And to see it come to fruition, that's... You know what? Talk. Yo. Shit. King. Talk your shit. You know, I'm not going to hold it against people <clears throat> if they can't be as visionary as I am. You know, it's 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 hard to look through the shit and find the beauty. You know what I mean? To, to look at the caterpillar and see the butterfly. It's hard, but I'm built different. You feel me? I'm built different. I, 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 I this is what I do. This is how I, I, I for every L I take on a player. When that one pops, because it's all situational and all that good stuff, I can't control the variables. But if I say the player has some shit in his game, he just needs the right circumstances. I'm not saying that out of my ass. I'm saying it based on what I've seen and observed. Same thing with Mo Bamba. The boy is playing. The boy is hooping. He's still fucking up, but he's hooping at the same time. I would replace him with KP on this team right the fuck now with no hesitation. None. If they called up and said, please give us KP for Mo Bamba, yes. Don't need no filler, no assets, nothing. Get KP the fuck off my team and give me Mo Bamba. Today. And I will live with whatever else. This is... I don't know, man. I I, I didn't want to get ahead of myself, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm here. I'm feeling good. It's Frank season. It's coming up, Frank. Frank need to be at a bare minimum, the seventh man, eighth man, depending on how you want to look at it, the third or fourth guard on the team. The third guard. Fuck it. Luca, Brunson, Frank. And right now, it might be Frank Brunson. You feel me? Because Brunson gets buckets, but what the fuck else does he do? Consistently. What can I depend on him for besides getting buckets? We've seen Frank defend three, four players on a single possession. We've seen him get in the passing lanes. We've seen him run the break and pass it. That's a novel. That's a, a crazy concept for the other one. Dude try to take three motherfuckers off the bounce and transition with other two other dudes running with him. Moses was coming down the lane. 
He got in front of Moses. Like, what are you doing? Frank would have dished it to Moses. Probably would have got an alley-oop live, something like that. Would have been beautiful. That's all I'm saying. The IQ, the vision, the unselfishness on both sides of the court. He's a key, key, he's the key cog type of player. He's 23. My comp for him coming out was Drew Holiday. But the shot is falling now. So even that makes him a little bit of a different player. My only doubt for him coming into this math situation was his ball handling. But even today, he was mixing it up with the handle. I was a little shocked. He had he came off a curl without getting his feet set and shot a three. That was something I hadn't seen from him. The Frank resurgence, emergence, whatever you want to call it, is real. It's live. It's here. I'm here for it. 20 minutes a game, easy. I need to see that. <clears throat> and I think we're going to get that by the end of the year. I'm off my soapbox. Peace. Um, I don't think I could follow that. <laughs> okay. Should we just close the shit? Yeah. <laughs> We should. <clears throat> Peace. Peace.